You're listening to another episode of I Am Change podcast, the podcast where we gist about phenomenal change makers who go above and beyond to chase their dreams, make the lives of others better, or fight for what they believe is right. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at I Am Change Pod and subscribe to our feed on your favorite podcast listening app so you never miss an episode. I Am Change podcast is available on several listening platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube. This is I Am Change podcast. We must get people to connect more with this idea. Vulnerable children are going to be the most hard hit by this pandemic. Next, I'm just going to write myself. I'm going to make sure I direct. I have seen how words move people to action. IIC podcast hopes to inspire you to live more consciously and be the change the society needs. I think the most important thing is self-reliance. Sit down and look at your processes properly. I'm your host, Koride Aziz. Did you ever dream of being a footballer? All that fame and glory and of course the money. Lionel Messi earned $127 million in 2019 and Cristiano Ronaldo earned $109 million. Gone are the days when parents will discourage their children from playing football professionally. Now, they might be willing to pay for their training. But more than the fame and fortune, there are young people who want to play for the passion. We have a guest unlike any other we've spoken to so far. Like many of us, he had one dream. One goal that he was so determined to achieve. Donald Nsofa wanted nothing more than to be a professional footballer. He puts the work in and was sure his dreams would come true. I came across a post um, you made on Instagram where you shared a story about how you decided to start Prime Halls after you failed at professional football. But before we get into all of that, what was growing up for you like? What did you think you were going to be? You know, anyway, someone yeah. asks you, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? What did you say? Funny enough, I've, I've actually wanted to be a footballer since I was a kid. Wow. So it's um, something I walked towards while I was growing up till I was in secondary school. And then that was actually what sent me to UK. So how old were you when you first had the idea that this football thing is a thing for you? Well, since I was like nine, nine, ten, so I started playing football, like real football. And then I spoke to my dad, oh, yeah, I actually want to play football like professionally because I had a cousin who was playing professional football. That's playing for like for Ireland. That's Dublin. That's when I actually like, oh, okay, I want to be like this guy. I actually wanted to go pro because like <laughs> I never saw playing football as a stress. Do you understand? It was mm. something I had passion for. Yeah, so after then, you know, you know the normal African parents, you have to go to school first before anything. Yeah. So even though even though um they wanted you to go to school and all that, were they still in support of your dream to be a footballer? Yeah, they were. Because like my dad actually told an agent to look for a school that I can get into an academy while schooling. So I mean they supported me. But then I never knew that like there was a template as to how you can become a professional footballer. Like joining the academy from a kid, they'll groom you up like, and then you can actually like start playing pro from like 15, 16 years old. So that was like truly what I didn't have knowledge about. So when I got to England, I was about 17, 18. 
I had no history of where I've played. Even if you can be a good footballer, you should already like be playing pro from like 16, 17. So it was quite, it was like difficult for me to break in. Oh, so I mean, even after you got to England, I mean, yeah, for some so, time, you must still have had that, you know, passion burning in you and that belief that you could do it, like you could make it as a pro footballer. So at what point did it become clear to you that maybe that was in the path that you were meant to take? Well, the thing is, I had like pressure coming from um, my parents that, okay, if football doesn't work, you can actually get yourself involved in something, but you need to establish yourself as a man. So that's when I now decided, okay, I'll go on a journey of self-discovery. Mm. We discover myself on something else I have passion for. The journey to self-discovery. Like many of us with dreams, Donald couldn't get what he wanted most in the world. But he didn't let that stop him from reaching for success. He embarked on a journey of self-discovery that set him on a brand new path. When did you leave England first off? 2016 uh, November. Okay, so, graduation. okay, so it was it was um, in Nigeria that you when you came back to Nigeria that you embarked on this journey of self discovery. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? What was that like for you? Well, it was just like um, months of isolation on trying to find your weakness, strength, and all that. So I started reading the book um, titled um, "Success Through Positive Mental Attitude." That's why I started reading, I started shaping my back to my dream board. Okay, what are the things that I like? Looking at my environment and then what are the problems I can solve relating to my environment? And then I now figure out, oh yeah, I have a thing for making things, like developing things, building things. And then I was not like, okay, I just came back from UK. Why can't I make students have a different experience? In as much as um, student accommodations are provided in Nigeria, People look at it as a dumb site. Oh, I just build and I just want to have my rent at the end of the day. Some of them they will solve the problem of um, electricity. Some of them water or security. So they just build and leave it as a dump site just to get rent. So what sets Prime Halls apart from other services or other, yeah, other services like that? So now the difference is the standard. So from the beginning, I paid like proper attention to little little things and every detail i put in primals and i made sure that every city that primals is being built it has to be the best in terms of student accommodation back to your journey of self-discovery how long did it take you you know when from when you decided to embark on that journey to when you came up with this idea to start this business it took me about seven to nine months so the thing is I had to look at where, where I was at that point in time, where I wanted for myself. So I had a lot of problems that I needed to solve personally. So I had to see the kind of people I was with. You know, they say friends can make or break you. So I had to like see my friends and then, you know, understand what I want for myself. I had a mentor when I tried to say, okay, this is what I want. Because before I started primals, I had like three different plans, mm. right? So I had a mentor who I went back to this is okay what i'm doing i've done this i've done this i want to do this and then he takes me back to the drawing board do you think having a mentor is essential for every young person who is going through that process of trying to discover themselves or rediscover themselves yeah for me i felt it was necessary because you know most people say you learn from uh, experiences the best teacher well i never 
I, I didn't believe in that school of thought that experience was going to be the best teacher. So I felt it was example. So I had to pick someone in the field or who had, who has more experience in whatever I was doing, who was where I wanted to be. Mm. But me to learn from the example. So that's why I needed to have a mentor. But how did you how did you go about finding a mentor? Because the problem for a lot of young people is not just about um, getting a mentor. They want to have a mentor. But the problem now is where do they even find this person? So for you, how did you find your mentor? Funny enough, my my mentor is my brother. Mm. So it's uh, it's it's it wasn't far fetched for me. People like have different stories. So mine was like just next door. Yeah, you were very lucky then to have someone that um, was close to you that could be your mentor. Yeah, initially, my my goal, my motivation was uh, okay, financial independence, right? But then I had to like change my mindset to start solving problems. Do you mm, understand? Yeah. So all I was after was just the vision and the problem I wanted to solve. So when you decided to start, what obstacles did you face? Did you did anyone try to discourage you from doing something like that? Oh yeah, right from the first like the first week I had my billboard up, mm. people said, "Oh, I'm thinking too big. This <laughs> won't work. You're just going to spend <laughs> a whole lot of money and not recoup anything." Mm. I mean, no one has tried it, so why sure you're going to survive? And then people were like, "Why would you spend?" so much money and just student accommodation do you understand yeah so like i had all those like even cousins friends telling me all of that mm. so have so, you uh, have you gotten your chance to prove them wrong yet i don't try to prove anyone wrong all i try to do is uh bring the best my uh, best the best version of me for me to see the best i can achieve with my thinking capability so like when people come to tell me oh donald you make much money from turning this into a hotel and now like oh i'm not trying to make money i'm trying to solve problems right mm. and i have a vision that i'm trying to get to oh yes if i turn this into a hotel i'm going to make twice the amount of money i'm going to make from student accommodation but like what i learned was if you want if you want like a million dollars you solve a million dollar problem so, moving... so you can't in nigeria you actually can't see any student accommodation that has that has like the standard that primals has no one, no one like gives students experience. Mm. No one considers students as normal people. They just think <laughs> of students as students. They just give you a, a room that's like a so wardrobe that's, and then you do yeah, whatever you want to do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you furnish everything. But I mean, you come into primals like a king and you live like a king. Yeah, fancy, fancy. Um, if there was one piece of advice you could give to a young professional or an entrepreneur who had a difficult time or who was at, who is at that phase of trying to discover or rediscover themselves, what advice would you give them? Well, don't be scared to fail. When a while I was in UK, I tried doing the Uber business as well. Mm. That's um, getting a car and all that. But then I failed at that too. I failed at football, but I never saw failure as a problem. Mm. So just keep failing. Fail as many times as so you need I to, feel, right? Just, yeah, you fail and you learn. Mm. You, you, you'll be a fool if you fail again at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you find, do you feel like you're finally um, where you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing? Um, right now, I feel I can say I'm at the career path I want to be at the moment. Mm. 
it was what I wanted for myself. It was what I dreamed for myself. And it's why I thank God that I'm experiencing the career path I chose. Mm. So it's, I think it's like, you can say it's where I actually want to be at the moment, the career path. Okay. All right. Brilliant. So to wrap up, tell us, what are you currently reading? Well, I'm currently reading um, The House That Jack Ma Built. The House That Who Built? Jack Ma. Jack Ma. The House That Jack Ma Built. Okay. It's more like I'm trying to get more like experiences from different fields as to how business is operated. So I just want to equip myself with knowledge, basically. Mm, Okay. Brilliant. Donald's story is like that of many of us. We want something, we don't get it, so we go for something else. We must not forget or ignore the lessons we can learn from this. For one, there isn't just one path to fulfillment. Are you presently on a journey of self-discovery or rediscovery? You can borrow a leaf from Donald's book, Solitude. Take some time for yourself and think about what you want. Make sure you're not hanging around the wrong crowd. Not all friends can follow you into the next phase of your life. Find a mentor, even one close home. He or she can be your sibling. Finally, try to find a problem you're passionate about solving. That's how Donald got to his happy place. You can try it too. This week's quote is from The Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Chbosky. Things change and friends leave. Life doesn't stop for anybody. Thank you for listening. IAC Podcast is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at IamChangePod. Share this podcast with your friends and please rate IAC Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. That way, more people can find us. Until the next episode, continue to be the change you want to see. I am Corinne Aziz.